How do you know your remote workers are having good performance, a good experience using the applications they need to get their work done? By default, you, you don't, because after all, they are remote. Everyone's remote networking experience is going to vary based on a lot of things, most of which you don't control. Solutions that give you, the network engineer, insight into what's happening out there come under the heading of digital experience management. Palo Alto Networks is today's sponsor, and they have a solution in this space. Their autonomous digital experience management, or ADEM, feature is the topic of today's episode. Joining us for our ADEM discussion is Anker Bazin. Anker is a senior product line manager at Palo Alto Networks. Anker, welcome to Heavy Networking, and uh, and if you would, set the stage for us. I mean, I, I guess for a lot of folks that are familiar with the pandemic and what's happened in today's world, maybe it's sort of, you know, obvious what digital experience management, why we would care about such a thing, but, but go ahead and highlight it for us. Why do I need ADEM? Sure. Thank you, Ethan. So if you look at it, right, there are three trends that are reshaping the organizations today. And the first is a cloud adoption. We know that workloads are moving away from a traditional on-prem data centers into the cloud. So most of the organizations also expect to have their security mostly or completely in the cloud. That's the first thing what, which is happening. And as you know, with the pandemic, we saw a sudden surge in the remote networking. And an enterprise IT had to adapt itself to support the need of remote workers. So all of a sudden, right, you know, IT has started supporting thousands of offices because every employee working from home is now an office in itself. And also during pandemic, the industry, right, we all working from home have learned how to work remotely from home. So we're going to see that post-pandemic also, employees will prefer to work from home in a hybrid environment, few days from home and few days in office. And most organizations are planning for a very permanent hybrid work environment. Now, the third thing what we are seeing, which is happening is a branch transformation. So enterprises are relying on an internet and SD-WAN to connect their users to an application as opposed to the traditional MPLS networks. Now, if you look at it, the pace of the business has really accelerated and the way we do the business has changed. So working good enough is no longer a good enough. And modern distributed cloud environments and a hybrid works are coming together to produce a very, very highly and dynamic application environments. Yeah, I like, yeah, highly dynamic application of arms. It's like a, a nice way to, to understate the brutality of this problem. So you, you mentioned cloud adoption, remote user mobility, branch office transformation, that is everyone's working from, from wherever and or using SD-WAN. Uh, all of that could be summarized like, here's a bunch of networks you don't own. Hey, network engineer, make sure it's not terrible for the end user. Uh, I, and, and and how do you do that? Which is at the root of our of our challenge here. So I assume this is this is where where you guys are coming in as Palo Alto. You've got well, we we mentioned at the top of the show, ADEM, the uh, the digital experience management, autonomous digital experience management feature. So give us the high level of what what this is doing for us. So if you look at it, right, what are the challenges? What we are hearing from our customers, right? There are multiple blind spots when users are working in a hybrid environment and a remote users, right? And a branch and networks rely heavily on an internet. So let's take one example of when the users are working from home, like the distributed office like never before. Every home now is a corporate office. And this has redefined the network ownership boundaries, as you said, right? IT is losing visibility across the entire service delivery chain between the users and then applications. Take an example of a user device, a wireless connection at home offices, ISP and application itself. 
So let's take one example, the first one, the endpoints, right? We all need an endpoints, the laptops, what we have to work. Now the visibility into the endpoint device itself is a challenge when we are working remotely. We all experience sometimes a very poor Zoom quality or an unresponsive web pages, right? Because maybe the memory or the CPU is running low on our computers or our laptops. Now this is usually because we, we use too many browsers, tabs, or maybe applications are open at the same time. Now this may impact the resources, what is used on our laptops and CPU may turn high, the memory may go low. So how do you get the visibility and quickly understand if the user poor application experience with Zoom is caused by what is happening on the device, right? Now let's look at another example, Wi-Fi. Now we all connect from a Wi-Fi at home. Now they usually are contented with other streaming and gaming applications. There are lots and lots of time when users have a poor Wi-Fi signal strength because they're working maybe from a backyard or maybe from a garage like I'm working right now <laughs> and far away from where the access point is located. Even worse, if when they are at a public hotspot like coffee shop or there is a high Wi-Fi interference which can lead to a very poor application experience. Now this is where ADEM comes into picture where it gives you a segment-wise insight. You can find it out how your device is performing, how your Wi-Fi is performing, or how your LAN or service providers are performing. So what I'm hearing you say is that the impetus is now on the organization to sort of instrument that end-user device because when an employee calls in or raises a ticket to say the network is slow, that doesn't help anybody. You've got to decide, is it because they've got too many browsers open? Is it because they're not close enough to the AP? Or is it actually something to do with the ISP or an application? And exactly. the only way you're going to find out that is by having some kind of way to measure the actual performance of that client device. Exactly. So I'm guessing then this, this ADEM solution you're talking about, we are talking about having a client on an endpoint. So no, we don't have a client on an endpoint. And that is where our solution comes into picture. You know, the way when we were deciding on building this solution is uh, completely taking a different route. So when we designed the solution, the key thing we considered was to deliver an exceptional user experience with an operational simplicity. By that, what I mean is you don't need to have a separate agent or a client or a software running on your endpoints. It's a SASE native DEM, which means tightly integrated both onto the mobile users as well as branch offices and Prisma Access. So you don't need a special agent for the users. It's integrated with the global protect client. And that saves a lot of operational overhead for an IT team because they don't need to manage an additional endpoint on the user devices. And this native integration allows us to get the full visibility of the secure tunnel from the endpoint to the Prisma access that other vendors will not have and allow us to build an underlay and overlay visibility. Okay, okay. So we've got, the, it's not, again, not a separate agent. It is this digital experience monitoring functionality is built into the SASE client, the Palo SASE client that the user is running. And from that, then you can gather all these metrics because the client's sitting there and it has access to that endpoint and it can know all of these things about what's going on, Wi-Fi signal strength and CPU and all of that. It can send that to wherever it's sending it to within the SASE system for collection. And now we can know what's happening on that endpoint. But again, the beautiful part, not a separate agent that I have to load. Thank you very much. That is right. So can you tell us a little bit about what that global client is for folks who maybe aren't familiar with the full breadth of the, the Palo Alto portfolio? Oh, sure. So if you look at it, right, how do you securely deliver the best of security to your mobile users? And as we know, right? 
uh, mobile users are no more working from an enterprise boundary or an office. They may work from home. They may work from a coffee shop. They may work from anywhere they want to work from because they have an internet. Now, how do we provide the best of class security? So all the mobile users can have a global protect app from Palo Alto. And that global protect app, let them securely connect and onboard to our cloud security, which is Prisma Access, where we can deliver best of security. Now, because they already have a global protect app running on their machines, which is giving them connectivity to the Prisma Access and reaching to an application to the, from the closest hop to get the best of application experience and security, you don't need to have any special agent or a software running on the machine to give you this autonomous digital experience management capability. Okay, so if I'm using the, the global client because I want to be able to send remote user traffic into a cloud security solution or get a tunnel back to headquarters or whatever, that's the client software that's doing that, but I'm also getting this digital experience monitoring as well. Exactly. It's all integrated as one application. So you mentioned you're able to do, you can get uh, information on the device itself, CPU usage, Wi-Fi performance, that kind of thing. What about networking? What can you do on the networking side? Right. So if you look at it, right, what are the three components of digital experience uh, monitoring? The three components are endpoint monitoring, what we just spoke about, the CPU utilization, the memory, the Wi-Fi signal. In fact, how even the battery of your laptop is, because once you have a lower battery, the Wi-Fi signal strength goes down and you may not get the best of application experience. So that one piece or the pillar of digital experience monitoring. The next is synthetic monitoring. Now, this is probably the most critical and a technical pillar of a DEM. Now, this includes the running of a regular test from a source to a destination or from a user to an application that allows IT to monitor the performance of a network and application services, even when they're not currently being used by that user. So think about it. You have a laptop, you're working on it. You may not be using Zoom all the time, right? You're not on the call all the time. You're working on your business critical application or day-to-day -day business work. How can we tell you proactively that, hey, before even you start a Zoom call, you may have an experience challenge. This is where synthetic monitoring comes into picture, where I can proactively do a baseline of your Zoom experience and tell you that, hey, your application experience to Zoom is not good. So IT admin can proactively tell the user to take care of those problems or correct those application experience challenges. Well, synthetic monitoring is basically a fake transaction that simulates what the user is about to do uh, or does commonly with the applications that they access. And it just runs regularly in the background. You're running a synthetic transaction. Is, is that what we're talking about? We are talking, yes, you are talking exactly the same thing, but I will say that it simulates the, or mimics the exact user, how they access an application. So synthetic monitoring exactly do the same. Running the test for that application all the time in the background, providing a baseline of how the application experience is, and then letting you know giving you a visibility of segments on the entire service delivery path, how the device is, how the Wi-Fi is, how your local network is performing at home, because there can be multiple streaming applications, homeschooling, you and your friends or your spouse working together at the same time using real-time collaboration application can have a congested network. And the ISPs, as you know, right? You are on the broadband at your home. There is no SLA from the service providers. There can be a ISPs having an issue hop by hop from your home to an application. The synthetic test goes hop by hop from the machine to an application and give you visibility on every service provider hop. What's the latency, jitter, and packet loss at every hop in the network? 
Because sometimes it's going to be far upstream from the user where there's nothing that they can do to solve the problem necessarily. It could be you know, in between where they are and what they're trying to get to. But at least we have an answer for them if they call in and saying, my experience is very poor, things are slow, thing, I've having to refresh a lot. And you can say, yes, upstream from you, we can see from our synthetic monitoring that this ISP between you and your destination is, is struggling. Exactly. And that's the whole power of what ADEM provides the visibility. Think about an IT admin sitting, right? We all are working from home. So do an IT admin. They're working from home. Somebody calling them saying that, hey, my application is slow. Now, what do they do without ADEM? They, they don't know where to start, right? They can just start checking different things on the laptop. They can ask the employee, hey, tell me how your Wi-Fi is. An employee don't know how to tell Wi-Fi is. Employee does not even know how their ISP is pro uh, working or how the application is working. So it's a complete blind spot. And IT admin itself does not know where to start troubleshooting. And the ticket goes from one team to another and it takes hours to resolve. And this is where ADEM comes into picture and provides a value sitting at a remote location and IT admin knows how the Wi-Fi is performing at your home, how your service provider is performing and which service provider hub. It may not be your first hub service provider. Maybe I'm connected to Comcast. Comcast is handing over to AT&T. AT&T is handing over to Verizon. It goes from hop to hop to reach an application. Me sitting at home as an IT admin can quickly diagnose, hey, the problem is with the service provider. So the mean time to resolve issues drastically reduced from an hour to barely in minutes. Or at least the mean time to innocence, which is what network <laughs> <Right>. engineers need. <laughs> so but, I want to dig in a little bit more around synthetic transactions. Are we talking about just a ping or a trace route to say, I, you know, I can get from A to B in this amount of time, or can you actually sort of run full dummy, like running a script that's actually trying to exercise the application? So actually, oh, it's taking me some time to log in, uh, or this you know, feature of the application is, is, is taking some time to respond, or is it just to the sort of the boundary of where I would hit that application as an end? Right. No, so if what we are doing is that if you look at, right, there are multiple segments, as I said, when we work remotely from user to an application. So what we do is for the entire network segments, before we reach an application could be your LAN, local area network. Mm -hmm. We do a synthetic test to the local area network and try to find out the latency, jitter, and packet loss to the LAN. Then we also test your internet to the Prisma access. How is your internet performing with latency, jitter, and packet loss to the Prisma access? Maybe your underlay is performing fine. Your overlay or tunnel have a problem. So we do a test to the Prisma access on an overlay tunnel to find out what's the latency, jitter, and packet loss. But we don't stop there. We do end-to-end -end from a user to an application, a transaction test to an application, where we can find it out, hey, what's your DNS resolution time to an application? How much time it takes to build a three-way TCP connection? How much time it to make, takes to establish an SSL connection to your URL or an app which you are testing? Or how much time it takes for an HTTP latency to download a first packet? So it's a time to first byte and the time to last byte is what we calculate end-to-end -end from a user to an application. In that scenario, we'd actually know whether it has nothing to do with the network. The network's fine. It just so happens the application's slow if you're measuring those time to first bytes. Exactly, Ethan. And we have seen that. A lot of customers told us, hey, thank you for having ADAP in our network because now we know that the first mile where user Wi-Fi and LAN is good. We know the whole service provider and Prisma access is good. The problem is from Prisma access onwards is good. But at the last mile where the packets enter the application, 
it taking a lot of time to respond back, which means it could be the application which is taking time to respond back. It's not a problem in the entire network path. So you mentioned that these synthetic transactions can be sort of running invisibly in the background. Is that sort of common practice that you just have them running at a regular intervals, or is it more like as an emergency diagnostic, if someone calls in, I I can you know get into that device and then run a transaction as needed? No, so it always run in the background because it is very important to have a baseline of how a user is user experiences for every application. Because the problem can come anytime, right? I'm talking to you over a Zoom call. There could be prob- there could be possibility that I may have application experience challenges. And that is the time, by the time I start monitoring you, that problem is gone. Most of these network problems are very intermittent. Your CPU may spike and can go down. Your Wi-Fi is congested because maybe you started a microwave at home. You see a experience challenges. Maybe service provider got a high congestion and the problem comes in and goes away. So it need to have a continuous baseline of a user experience for every application so that when the problem arrives, you know when the problem arrives proactively and take care of that issue. So do I, as the network administrator, do I build a bunch of tests that I want clients that are out there in my Prisma SASE network to run? Or is there is there some automated thing where it's like, oh, I see you go to, I don't know, Office 365 a lot, and so I'm going to build some automated tests for that. Awesome, Itan. And that is what I said when we build our solution. We do not want our customers or an IT admin to go and figure it out which application they should run the test on. So if you remember, I said our first thing, what we thought was a SASE native dem, natively integrated, right? So you don't need a software and an agent. The next thing what we did is we did also a real user traffic monitoring. Let me tell you what does that mean? So without even an IT admin starting a test, we can see the real user traffic which is traversing the cloud security or our Prisma access. Once we know the real user traffic, we can tell you, hey, these are the top applications which is used, which is used by your employees in your organization. And these are the business critical apps. So we can categorize that. And that is where you know that, hey, these are the top apps which are running in my network. You can just click on it and say start test by selecting the group of users whom you want to run the test on. So we have completely automated the visibility to tell you what are the applications used in the network, what's the usage for that application, and then giving you a flexibility to, in a workflow automated way to click and run the test. Now, if I do have something custom and special that I want to set up as a test to run from my ADEM capable endpoints, can I, I assume I can do that too? Absolutely. We all understand that the SaaS application or even the other private applications are exploding, right? Every day we hear different applications coming out. So we do have a complete flexibility of creating your own custom app. You define the application, the URL, the domain, and the port, and you should be able to run the test for that particular application. So let's say I've got hundreds or thousands of endpoints out there and I'm doing all of this DEM monitoring from them, from the console standpoint, if I'm the network engineer that's monitoring this stuff, what, what am I seeing? Is there a, a like a dashboard view that kind of shows me an aggregate of tests and concerns that are being flagged, alerts, that kind of thing? Exactly. Ethan, if you look at it, right, if one user has a problem, I don't care, right? The user will call, I'll find out the problem, and I will resolve it because ADM provides segment-wise insight for that user. But what happens if there is a problem in the organization-wide? It could be an application outage. 
impacting hundreds and thousands of users. It could be an internet outage in a particular region, which is impacting bunch of users in that particular region. So what we do is we have a top-down view. We have an organization-wide dashboard, which provides you how the overall organization user experiences. We give an experience score also. So we tell you the experience score is good, fair, or poor. And then we give a breakdown view of how many applications are performing good, fair, or poor. And from there, we also give them a geographical view of the hotspot region, how each Prisma Access location is performing depending on number of users connected on those locations and the applications which are monitored for those users from that location. So you have an organization-wide view. From there, you can drill down the application which is not working well. You can click on those applications, go to that application dashboard now. And now it tells you that, hey, on these applications, what is the problem? Is it a DNS problem? TCP connect problem to that application or it's a complete outage for that application and which Prisma access location this application is not working and how many users are impacted. So for that application, you can also drill down to those users who are having a problem and then you can find it out whether it's an application outage or it's a first or middle mile issue or the core service provider is down in some region which needs a work on the ISP side. When they back up, the users are back online. I mean, Ankur, I don't know why you bothered breaking it out to include DNS analysis. It's never DNS. I mean, it's, why would you even look at that, right? Right. So there is a, the, <laughs> we have seen from our customers that, you know, when you try to reach an application every day, there could be problem where your DNS server is not responding, right? The DNS server can be hosted in cloud. It can be hosted in your private data center. There, is, there may not be any problem in your, in your network. In your application, maybe DNS is taking long time to resolve. And because DNS is taking long time to resolve, your application reachability has an impact. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I said that tongue firmly in my cheek because, because of course, that's exactly what we want to see. If the application is slow, we do want to see it broken up. And it's always DNS onker. It's always DNS. <laughs> <laughs> so given that you're able to do some monitoring of ISP performance, are you able to identify sort of by ISP region where you may anticipate that end users are going to have a problem? Like if you know, I'm in the Philadelphia area and, and Comcast is one of the big providers here, if we see a lot of folks in the Philly area having issues, can you sort of understand, maybe even re if you've got a, a financial connection with that ISP, reach out and say, hey, or a lot of our users are being impacted, can you do something about it? And here's the data we have. Yes, absolutely. And this is where, as I said, we have a top-down view. Once you know that in an organization view, right, that which are the hotspot location, which is not working fine, you can pick that location, let's say Prisma Access location on the California side. So you click on it, go to that particular Prisma access location, filter out and see that, hey, these are the users connected on this location and their experience is low. Now you can always filter by a service provider view and you can find it out, hey, which are the service provider which are not having a better experience because of that the users are getting impacted. So you can get the dashboard view from an organization, find the regions which are not performing well, click on that region, filter by a service provider and you can drill down that, hey, this is a service provider issue in this particular area, which is resulting into an experience issue for all the users connecting from that area. And, and the dashboard's gonna, gonna do that categorization for me based on, I don't know, a GOIP database or something like that, it sounds like? That is right, Ethan. And that's the power of building the filters on the dashboard, right? So you are right. So when we send the, when the users are connected, using where the users are connected, using a geolocation, we know that this user is connected from location let's say California, San Jose, the exact city location. 
And we can also tell that which service provider the user is connected. And now we can always group by the service provider or group by the location and find it out the, or isolate an issue to a region or a service provider. Have you had an experience with customers who maybe can see local ISP performance and may advise their employees when working from home, if you can, maybe you want to think about service provider A over service provider B because of the historical data we've gathered? That's right. So if you look at it, right, as I said, because we are doing a continuous baselining, if I, let's say an IT admin calls you and says that, hey, the service provider has a challenge, go and replace your internet service connection. Don't call me, don't raise a ticket. You may not do that. But if I have an historical trend that, hey, most of the time, you are having an experience issue because of the service provider connectivity. Absolutely, you can recommend them. Hey, I'm seeing a baseline of last 30 days and every day I see that you have a experience challenges on not one app, all of your apps. Mm -hmm. And I see that the service provider have very high latency jitter and packet loss. That is where you need to go and take an action. Either change your router at home if it's a LAN problem or go to a different service provider. So I can quickly get a view of either the Wi-Fi or a local router has a problem or a service provider has a problem. So do you see this ADEM feature as a help desk tool or maybe something more for the network team to use? How does that break out? Because I could see it going a bunch of different ways. Yes. So, and we have also seen from our customers, right? Different team use it in a different way. So most of the time when the IT or when the user is calling back, right? Raising an IT ticket, that is where IT help desk come first. Looking at and finding it out, the problem is in the first mile, middle mile or the last mile. Now, based on if it's a middle mile or a last mile problem or main routing or networking problem, they hand it over to the networking team. If the IT help desk clearly see that the problem is with an application, then they hand it over to an application team. But sometimes we have also seen that the network admins as a persona using our autonomous dem as a platform because at an organization wide, if there is a problem and no user is calling, right? Because if there's a user problem, user may call, but if it's an organization problem, an IT admin and sometimes the application owners do log into the ADEM and see how different applications are performing or an organization is performing. How does ADEM as a tool integrate with all the other tools I, I inevitably have? So, for example, is there an API where I can query for alerts or maybe maybe ADEM could go the other way and, and send data and metadata about an event into some other alerting tool that I might have? So Ethan, what we have done is, right, we have taken a very open approach. For an example, if we see an experience issue at an organization level, or let's say at an application level, we can generate an alert based on different thresholds, what we have decided, and that can be custom, customly tweaked by the customers. But those alerts can be sent to the third-party integration via webhooks. So customers can integrate with their service now or different tools where they can raise their tickets internally. But then what we have also done is that we have done an open APIs, which based on if you want to log in via via secure token and want to uh, have a not bound APIs to integrate it with your visibility tools, you can absolutely do that. We talked about help desk versus network team. You also mentioned the application team. Do you have scenarios where organizations are taking data they've gathered from this ADEM solution and sharing with the app, the dev teams, maybe the cloud infrastructure team to say, look, this is what we're seeing and it's happening on your end? Yes, absolutely. And we have seen that many a times. We have seen an application owner. I'll give you one example where a customer told me that they, the Zoom provides them a Zoom dashboard, right? From the Zoom dashboard, they do see that there is a problem and the Zoom is reporting that the meeting is not working well or the users in the meeting are not working well. 
Now, in general, right, when there is a problem, people always call and say that, hey, my Zoom is not working. The application owner or the Zoom administrator has no view that, okay, it's a problem on a network or a CPU of a user or a Wi-Fi at the home. That is where they look at this ADM tool and they look at, hey, these are the set of users who are calling and complaining me about the Zoom not working. Is this a network problem or an application problem? And if they see that everything is green till an application, yes, it's an application problem. So in our dashboard, we clearly visually provide a visibility with a green or an orange or a red color telling that, hey, all these segments, device, Wi-Fi, LAN, internet, and application, the color changes and tell you very clearly visually that the problem is in that segment. And if application owner sees that, hey, Zoom is turning red or an orange and everything is green, that means it's an application problem. And if Zoom is red or orange based on other segments are also turning orange and a red, that means it's a network problem and they route this problem immediately to the network team. That's great. I mean, one way it's good, again, we talked about mean time to innocence that helps, but also this notion of having a tool where potentially those you know sort of silos can be bridged a little bit by actually having data for folks to work on as opposed to just finger pointing. Right. And what we have also seen, right, if you look at it, and I'm sure you would have also experienced that when the ticket is raised in this, in this hybrid environment where you don't know where to start the problem, the tickets keep going from an IT help desk to networking team, to the security team, to an application team. It takes hours to resolve that. And this is where ADM tool comes into picture. Yes, different personas can log in and see when different kind of user experience challenges are happening in the network, quickly diagnose where the problem is and one team owner can take ownership and fix the problem, which reduce the overall time from hours to like merely in minutes. You said diagnostic and this is, this is a diagnostic tool or that's how it feels to me so far, as opposed to being, I don't know, proactive. It feels more like I'm monitoring. If I need to dig in, it's going to help me figure out what the problem is but it isn't raising alerts or, or, or is it like a proactive tool that kind of tells me, hey, you got a problem in, in Philly? Ethan, that's what I said, right? The whole purpose of doing a continuous monitoring is to build a baseline and do a benchmarking. So which means that even before a user calls an IT admin saying that, hey, I have a problem, there is an automated alert based on how the experience score of an organization is or a particular location is or the particular application is, or even filtered down for a per application, per location, if there is a problem, we can send an alert stating that, hey, this is a location having a performance issue for this set of application, and these are the users who are impacted. Not only that, we also tell in those alerts, hey, which segments have an impact? So immediately when the alert goes out and the service now ticket is created, you know application name, which is impacted, you know the location, you know the total count of users impacted, and a segment which is impacted. And now that the required team can pick it up and find it out where they need to go and fix those problems. So as long as I get my alerting tuned well, so I'm not getting too many false positives, I'm in a situation where I don't have to, as is true with a lot of tools, I don't have to sit or have a human being sitting and looking at the thing all day up on a dedicated monitor and, and be reacting to things that are happening in the dashboard it, rather again once i get those alert, alerts tuned well i will i can trust that adem is finding the things that are broken and alerting me when there's something worth knowing so that i can react properly when users are calling in with complaints that's the purpose and that's uh, exactly to your point it and that nobody sits on the dashboard because we all the whole purpose of an adem is to provide you mean time to 
in a sense and take away your work whether you are finding working with one individual employee and trying to find out the problem adm takes away all the time but we do not want an it admin to sit in front of adm all the time right it betrays the whole purpose and that's why this alerting is important for you to know where the problem is you can react accordingly Ankur, uh, we've been talking a lot about how the product works. Now, do you have uh, enough customers that are using this that maybe you've got a good customer story for us about how Adem has uh, made their life better? Oh, yes, exactly to the point, Itan. So I know I was on a call with a customer who was sharing their live experience where one of their employees had an experience issue for their application. And the IT admin looked at the Adem dashboard for that employee and was able to quickly isolate a Wi-Fi as a segment which was resulting in a degraded application experience. Now, working remotely themselves, an IT admin got the full visibility of the Wi-Fi segment, which includes the wireless signal quality per SSID connection for that employee. And you know, the reason was the user corporate laptop was hopping from one wireless collection to the other. When they connect on the home Wi-Fi, the signal quality or the strength was excellent. But when they were connecting to the hotspot from their iPhone, they were experiencing a low signal quality, which in turn impacted the application experience. Now the IT admin asked the employee to switch off in hotspot from their iPhone. And then the corporate laptop was always connected to the home Wi-Fi the entire time, getting a very consistent application experience. And that's the value of ADEM, where they get the visibility into the segments they never had before. So a happy customer. So you're saying at one point the customer had turned on uh, an iPhone hotspot for whatever reason and then didn't turn it off. And so their corporate laptop was just hopping between these two possible network connections, Wi-Fi connections, and, and that was impacting their experience. And you were able to see that remotely. Exactly. And IT admin was able to see remotely which SSID I'm connected to, my home one or the hotspot iPhone one, and what signal strength or a quality of Wi-Fi I'm getting on each of the service connection. And that gave them the visibility, hey, this is the reason. And they can clearly see when they are on a hotspot iPhone SSID, the application experience was dipping. So that was the time when IT admin said, hey, shut down your iPhone uh, corporate, uh, the hotspot SSID, and then everything was good. That's such an easy win. <laughs> exactly. I just had a thought, Ankur. Does ADEM have a role to play if the user's not remote? They've actually gone into the physical office, a branch office location or something. Is it actually useful for me at that point? Or do I have to have the client you know, logged in from remotely for it to uh, really matter? Oh, it's very useful. So I'm going to give you an example. For me, myself, right? I'm working three days from home and two days from my corporate office. So it doesn't matter when user is working from home in the coffee shop or back in the office three days a week, they are now almost always using the same shared network and application services, right? And IT has no way of monitoring for performance. In the branch office, IT need to understand how the performance of application their users are consuming. And even the ones their IoT devices are using or are performing. So think about a retail store having a POS system or a medical center having a medical device talking to their applications hosted on the cloud or their private data center. And they cannot expect a downtime or application experience challenges for business critical devices. And this is where our ADM solution natively integrated into our Prisma SD-WAN can give them the visibility from the branch towards an application on all active and backup WAN path. So proactively, I know that how the experience from the branch to an application is even before the devices or the users see an application experience issues. 
I think that's interesting because there's a lot of IoT devices I just can't put a client on. But if I've got an SD-WAN appliance in front of that, you're saying I can still get some of the benefits. Absolutely, yes. Well, Anka, this has been a great discussion. If uh, someone wants to find out more about ADEM, where would you have them go? So go to paulaaltonetworks.com slash ADEM, A-D-E-M, your autonomous digital experience management platform. Very good. And if you do ring up your Palo Alto Networks rep and uh, talk to them about Ada, make sure you tell them that you heard about it on the Packet Pushers Podcast Network. And our thanks to Palo Alto Networks for sponsoring today's episode. The world of Packet Pushers, by the way, is more than just podcasts. I know we know that's how most of you interact with Packet Pushers. But there's a lot more if you go up to packetpushers.net. And there you can discover our Slack group. There's over 1,900 engineers in there that are nerding out about cloud and networking and so on. There's a weekly newsletter, Human Infrastructure Magazine. There are feature articles for engineers, analytical news summaries covering the latest in enterprise and service provider networking and cloud. And all that stuff is free at packetpushers.net. And we don't track you. There's just more resources we have to share. And we'd, uh, we invite you to go and check it out. Last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.